Welcome to the fourth in our series of the Innate Model Quadrants. Here we have Quadrant 4. This is a place where those who suspect they're innately wise, brilliant and powerful come to learn how to transform their lives. One cognition, one realisation and one blinding flash of the obvious at a time. We are the innovators, the record breakers, the world makers and creators of all kinds. We supersede the suppressive worldview of mass ignorance and awaken the strength within. We are waking up to our innate secrets. My name is Dr. Mark Postles and welcome to the Innate Secrets Podcast. So the information then passes from quadrant one through quadrant two, through quadrant three, through quadrant four. So that's from the right frontal to the left basal, to the right basal to the left frontal. And as we, as you recall, the quadrant four and quadrant one share the frontal areas of the brain. And uh, that's a big picture thinking. The quadrant four is, is on the left-hand side. So there's a, a structure and an order to the quadrant four that isn't necessarily part of the quadrant one's viewpoint. So the quadrant four is a, is, is quite a unique area and, and there's not a large number of people that occupy this space as a preference, as a major preference. We all have all parts, as you recall from our discussion previously about the innate model, that we have all parts. However, our value structure will determine how we fire those parts and in what order and what preference. So the universal mind is a is a subject which is being talked about more and more and that is the field of information that we are immersed in the field of information that's all around us and that we broadcast into and we receive information from and the quadrant four seems to be very adept at tapping into that it gets information uh, from unknown sources it just knows and we, we call it intuition and the uh, quadrant four just seems to know those blinding flashes that just come in and they uh, the quadrant four part will act on it uh, because it's it's a trusting area in terms of allowing information to be uh, seen as it is rather than filtered through some of the hindbrain stuff which would tend to distort that information and make it more um, survival related. So this is the uh, the home of that intuitive mind. And it's always looking to reinvent things. So it'll, it'll say, what else? And, and what if? What if we did this? What if we did that? What else could we do? How could we improve this particular uh, situation, this product? It, it will intervene in any situation that's a bit staid or a bit ordinary and break it and create a pattern interrupts for it and look at how it can go to a new level. So... It's impulsive. It wants to do things now. The quadrant four part is just like, hey, let's just get on with it. Let's let's not sit around talking about it. Let's do it. And so it's very action oriented. It enjoys the disruption of politics. It enjoys the the disagreements and debates and arguments that can come in political areas. And so I would see this as the political area of the, the brain in that if we if we look at each of the quadrants, quadrant one tends to be more uh, philosophical, and quadrant two tends to be more organised and structured. Quadrant three is more about production and and application, and quadrant four is about tearing it apart and creating it in a, in a new way, in a new system, and making things better. And that of course feeds into the quadrant one again. So in that it can be very blunt, and particularly to the more sensitive 
uh, opposite, which is quadrant three. And so the quadrant four can just say it as it sees it. It doesn't uh, go for niceties. It just goes for what it wants. And it's very concerned with the bottom line. So uh, quite opportunistic. So some of the, the character traits of this quadrant four part is that it loves challenges and adventure. It judges itself by achievement. So it will have a, a tick on, on its to-do list, and will, which will, could be quite long and quite extensive, and loves to just tick them off. Very action-oriented, and tends to have an air of invincibility because it's, it is very much about itself. You know, the Quadrant 4 uh, has an internal reference for itself that, that it, at the same time, it likes to have its stamp on things. So um, style and... and um, labeling and, and categorization and you know it's name on the door sort of uh, approaches is a, a quadrant four style um, it is bottom line just wants to take care of business and take control of things so that it, it comes across as quite competitive and it it will designate out to others, but there is a tendency to want to do too much and become a workaholic that can really drive, uh, or it's a very driven part of the part of the brain. And whilst it's, it does see the big picture, it can be very critical and quite um, destructive sometimes towards those parts that are that are serving it, particularly the quadrant three part. the The bottom line though is it gets things done. Just just is goal-oriented, likes to tick things off and get in there and make things happen. So it's a it's a very strong will part of the brain when it's, when it's in full flight and uh, it really doesn't suffer fools gladly and it it's just likes to get the organisation moving and see uh, a profit at the end of the day or a, a result at the end of the day and move on to the next thing. So there's... Mark Victor Hansen made a statement which, which typifies the quadrant four style, and that is that action eradicates fear. No matter what your fear, positive, self-affirming action can diminish or completely cancel that which you are fearful of. And that is the modus operandi of the quadrant four. It doesn't sit around worrying and wondering. It just goes into action. And it's ready to, uh, to fire and then aim and re-aim and re-aim and re-aim and it doesn't have any problem with uh, with failing because it sees itself as that's another step towards success. So action-oriented, willing to get out there, and that's the, the, the styling of this uh, part of the brain. It fires on sometimes what appears to be no information, and so often it turns out to be uh, very accurate in retrospect. So uh, in the extreme, however, quadrant four can be the dictator. Quadrant four can just take over it has a, a propensity to yell and you know, force its ideas and, and uh, plans on others and therefore can be quite intimidating, particularly to the quadrant two and, and three. As I mentioned before, workaholic is, is, a, um, is a sign that the quadrant four is really in the extreme. And it does often confuse activity with accomplishment. So there's lots of noise and, and action and not necessarily uh, results forthcoming, although they, they usually do come, but it's just so much going on. There's, there's, it really stirs the dust up. So if one was to rediscover one's quadrant four, and we'll, we'll go through this in various podcasts. However, 
looking at looking at a disruptive style, you just say no to someone without giving them a reason. Or you'd make that difficult phone call that you've been mean to do for a long time. Just get it done. That's the quantum four. Just pick up the phone and have that conversation. Quantum four part loves to um, stir things up. Therefore, interrupt five conversations today. Just barge in and, and change the topic totally. Um, take, taking charge of that conversation. When it gets a, an electronic part or an electronic gizmo, or gadget or uh, appliance, it very rarely would it go to the instruction manual. So it would just uh, wing it and work it out as it goes. So maybe try that one on. Tell someone that, that they're wrong. That's a you know, very blatant, confronting thing that the quadrant four part has no problems with. You could do twice as much today than you normally do or see or produce. And changing an appointment with someone at the last minute. You know, ordering three people to, to do things for you today. Just getting out there and telling people what they need, what they need to do to help you. Insist on getting only the facts from someone. Don't don't worry me with all the fluff. Just give me the facts. This is the style of the quadrant four. So, you know, you might come up with, and this is a classic with the quadrant four, come up with an idea that someone else's and claim it as yours. And this is, and we'll go into this more in, in one of the podcasts, but in terms of influencing uh, the quadrant four part, you just plant a few ideas that you know that the quadrant four will take on board. The quadrant four part will never acknowledge that idea right there and then but will tend to come back to you at some stage in the in the fairly near future and release this great discovery of this idea that you had mentioned as theirs and they'll have full buy into it so you know there's a there's a there's upsides and downsides as i said with with every one of these quadrants they all work together and the challenge in life is to be able to use our quadrants appropriately so to use our one, our two, our three, our four, as they fire from one to the other and be able to process things in a way that gets the outcomes that we're after. There's no right or wrong. There's no good or bad. It's simply what are the outcomes that you're after and then what is the neurology that you're using in order to get those outcomes. And uh, as we get into discussions on teams and, and groups and so forth and relationships, then uh, we'll see that everyone brings a special something to a relationship and it's the wise person who observes that from a quadrant position and then employs that person or uses that person or acknowledges that person for the brilliance that they have and the contribution that they have to the full picture. So anyway, so there's there's the very brief discussion on quadrant four just to get you on the, on the pages. We've done with all the, the, the last um, three quadrants as well just to get you a basic understanding of it and so that use these these first podcasts as references so as down the track we're talking about various issues where we're interviewing people or whatever the uh, the content may be that mentions certain quadrants and you've always got this these reference points you can flick back and pick up one of these podcasts and um, go through it and refresh your memory on what it is that we're talking about so until next time have an amazing day have an amazing week and an amazing future and uh, i'm mark Postles, and i'll catch you on the next podcast let us show you how to fire your brain in ways that serve you so that you can be confident connected and bring joy and passion into what you do every day get a free copy of my book the innate model go to the innate model.com forward slash free book